and when we are in this dark side of ourselves, um, I think something that I've and I'm still learning, um, but I, I've learned little by little is actually to accept it. That um, and that's actually where uh, a lot of understanding the moon and working with the moon has helped me a lot. Is that like the moon? We've got our full and dark phases, and that's normal. And um, and so it was mainly to accept that it's okay if I'm feeling like that. I'm allowed to feel to feel this way. All of the things you desire on the outside, health, wealth, success, community, and making a difference begins from your ability to cultivate a positive mind. In this show, we will delve into different strategies and tips to help you show up daily as the best possible version of you. Each episode, a guest or an insight will help you achieve the winning mindset you need for your dreams to come alive. Welcome to Inner Winner, and this is your host, Linda Houston. So I'm so excited to get started with this podcast interview with a dear friend of mine that I got to know at university many years ago now. We were both trying to find our way in the world, and I've been able to watch her grow and develop into this person that people look up to when it comes to wellness when it comes to spirituality and getting in tune and in touch with your body again and um, her name is Anis. Anis is living in Edinburgh and teaching yoga she's learning to create a better way of living for herself through taking from what she learns on the mat and what and what that teaches her in life off the mat bringing mindfulness and compassion into her life. She works for herself starting at the beginning of lockdown and um, after she became a yoga teacher and got her yoga certificate, she loves teaching yoga and guiding individuals through a yoga practice, becoming more aware of their body and deciding to take care of it. She also hosts new and full moon ceremonies where she guides people through the faces of the moon and helps them understand how to work with the moon. And I've had the pleasure of being part of several of those moon ceremonies and I can't recommend them enough I mean she's taught me about the moon and how it influences us and just and I've noticed um more how how that is really true uh in a way that I I didn't before so without further ado let's welcome Anise hello (laughs) hello thank you yes to be here yes it's so nice having you um so so let's just dive in straight away right so what i what i just said the little introduction um that's accurate right you live in edinburgh and you're teaching yoga that's like what you're doing full-time right yes yes this is um yeah what at least i'm trying to do full-time right now um it's a bit difficult at the moment but um yeah it's that's my life's purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely living in Edinburgh at the moment and really enjoying it. It's such a beautiful city. Yeah, but you're not originally from Edinburgh, right? So tell us your background. You're you're originally from France, right? But then you're half yes. Scottish? 
Yes, so I'm uh, French by birth. Uh, my dad's Italian and, I, and my mom's Scottish. So this is why I also like Scotland so much because um, I would go every summer back to Scotland to visit my mom's family. And um, yeah, I grew up in the south of France, enjoying the good weather there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I decided to to go back to Scotland to live there um, and study after uh, high school. So I just decided that I would go and do my degree in Aberdeen. And then from then I decided that, yeah, Scotland is nice to live in, so <laughs> let's stay there. <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I also studied in Scotland, right? That's how we met. Yeah. And I love Scotland too. I can totally see myself living there in the future um, at some point. Uh, so I totally get it why you would want to stay there. Um, when we first met at university, you were studying something completely different. You were studying anthropology, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, I was. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was anthropology. And um, yeah, I did my, whole, my degree in that. Um, and yeah, but on the same side, on the side, I was also yeah doing the yoga, learning more about it getting more into it and I still didn't not didn't realize at this point that that's what I really wanted to do be a yoga teacher and have yoga as a really like important playing an important part in my life but yeah I really enjoyed studying anthropology it was such such a great subject and um if I had to do it again I would definitely do it again because it was awesome <laughs> yeah oh that's good that's great um, and I mean, from, from my experience, I, I, I didn't study anthropology, but I had a lot of friends who studied anthropology. And it seems like the people that are drawn to anthropology, there are these people who are really conscientious and they really care about people. They care about the world. They want to understand how things work and they want to help and contribute. Like that's what I see with people who are drawn to anthropology. I don't know if you would agree. Um, but let's let's go into your yoga journey. So when did you start with yoga? Was it when you were at university or did you start prior to that? I started a year before going to university. Um, I had um, I had a gap here and uh, and during the summer, uh, my mom uh, took me to this because she teaches a summer school and at that summer school there was also a um, yoga class so um, she took me there and I took the yoga class and um, and that's when I started yoga properly um, and was introduced to it and I really enjoyed it because it just I got this peacefulness every time I did it um, like my mind was always overthinking things and um, as we all do overthink and um, stress and all that and um, and in yoga it was just calming down and I was also reconnecting with my body and so um, as I came I went to, to Aberdeen to do the, the degree I decided that I would continue through YouTube videos as well and continue the practice there it was mainly on and off until um, maybe until like third year of university where that I went full-on yogi <laughs> and uh, decided to, to practice yoga every day. Oh, wow 
that's incredible because there's so many people like myself included who have gone to yoga classes who love yoga and who feel the benefits of yoga but then who don't necessarily go and become a yogi and who get the the yoga certificate you know so what, <laughs> what was it for you that really made you feel like this was what you were meant to do in life um so there were were a lot of things um a lot of things that made me want to um, become a yoga teacher I think it, and it just was coming all over the years so first of all I just really enjoyed the practice I liked how it made me feel and um, and afterwards uh, I took another gap here when I was at university and um, and I went to Canada and volunteered for four months there in a, in a guest ranch. And um, I was continued to do yoga on my own there until some, a few of the, the other volunteers were like, well, could you teach us? So I was like, okay, I'll try this. And I really enjoyed teaching them um, what I knew at the time. And, um, and just the reward of seeing them being a bit being more fulfilled as well they were just like they were like oh I feel so much more energized today or I don't need my cup of coffee because the yoga session was already like very energizing and wow. um that was already something I was like oh I really like it and um, I like the fact that I've been able to help people and um and the other uh, fact, one of the other factors was that I suffered a lot from mental health issues, like a lot of really extremely bad um, depressions and anxieties. And the one thing that managed to get me out of the um, depression and anxiety was yoga. And, um, and doing more research about it, I saw that it actually help uh, the yoga actually helps a lot of people with um, depression and anxiety and I thought that as it helped me I would like to help other people as well um, maybe manage that so that's maybe something I'll be aiming to do in the future as well doing a um, yoga therapeutic course where um, I'll be able to uh, help people through going through depression and anxiety. Wow that's incredible and um, well, there's so, so many points there that I would like to talk more about. I mean, first, when you say that you went to this ranch and then you just kind of started teaching people yoga because, um, because they were asking for it and, uh, and you had a little bit of knowledge. I mean, um, the fact that you did that and, um, and the confidence that that gives you, you know, it, it's not that you have to be so many steps ahead of people it's like you just need to know something and have have the willingness to start and to give and then something else can come out of that you know and as you see yeah. people uh, receive benefits then you just want to keep going <laughs> yes um, exactly yeah yeah and I I wish more people would realize that that you don't have to become like you don't have to be this a great expert that knows everything about the thing that you love to start you can just kind of learn as you go you know and just be like that half a step or a step ahead of people but that willingness to serve is the most important thing um 
And then what you said about your background with anxiety and depression, I mean, I, I kind of I kind of had had the feeling that there was something deeper that drew you to yoga and that you, of course, had had um, had felt these benefits uh, from yoga in your own life, you know, to to really make you want to become this yoga teacher and, and help and serve others, especially this mission of helping people get into their bodies um, and just um, listen to that intuition again. So yes. thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank, thank you for, for asking about it. <laughs> and I love the idea of, the, of creating this therapeutic yoga um, course for people in the future definitely do that <laughs> thank you yes and so this kind of goes into one of the questions that I wanted to ask you uh, which is something I want to ask all of the guests that come on the show it's like because it's called inner winner so what I'm really interested about sharing to people is you know when you're when you're in the place of feeling low self-esteem or doubt or anxiety and just not feeling connected to the highest part of yourself you know because we all experience those days what do you do in those moments to step out of it and become an inner winner you know where you're able to yeah you're able to overcome and then able to move forward from from those dark or low points so what specifically would you do um, when you have those kind of days to, um, um, to become an inner winner? Well, that's a really good question. And thank you for asking it, actually, because, um, well, I had that spell uh, just a couple of days ago. So <laughs> mm. um, it's, it's true, we all go through it. And, um, and when we are in this dark side of herself um I think something that I've and I'm still learning um but I, I've learned little by little is actually to accept it that um and that's actually where uh, a lot of understanding the moon and working with the moon has helped me a lot is that like the moon we've got our full and dark phases and that's normal and um and so it was mainly to accept that it's okay if I'm feeling like that. I'm allowed to feel, to feel this way. I gained 22 kilos while pregnant. And as a new mom, feeling exhausted all the time, I found myself grabbing the chocolates and sugary drinks more than I should. Little by little, healthier habits helped me lose a little bit of weight here and there, but I found that I gained the weight back periodically anyway. I thought I could do it all by myself, but it just wasn't working. Finally, I took the plunge and did the C9. After completing the Clean 9 program, which is a 9-day cleansing plan made by fitness and health experts and nutritionists based around Forever's best-selling aloe vera gel, I lost 14 centimeters around my waist. I felt energized, strong. I went jogging 3 kilometers on the ninth day, which was huge for me. I loved the way I looked and was excited for what was to come. It definitely became the catalyst for my fitness journey that has now made me lose all of the excess weight and come back to my normal size in less than two months since the cleanse. 
this month, 20 amazing people who are committed to their physical transformation and mindset shift will be coached through the C9 program by me and have the chance to be part of an incredible community at the same time. I will work closely with these people, scheduling in one-on-one calls before we begin to be able to meet your specific fitness goals and budget. In the Facebook group, Transforming Together C9, you will find your accountability buddies who are with you on your journey toward physical transformation, sharing your experiences together, recipe ideas, snack ideas, and other tips and tricks. And I will come online for additional support and motivation every day. To claim your spot, email me at innerwellnesswoman at gmail.com, subject line C9. I'll say that again. Email me at innerwellnesswoman at gmail.com, subject line C9. Um, It's not somewhere where I'm going to stay in forever, this dark spell. So, um, and so learning to actually accept any feeling that comes up and work with those feelings and uh, journal them. Um, I've even going for a walk. So trying and because so, sometimes it's difficult. I mean, like for me, when I'm in those spells, sometimes even trying to get out of bed can be quite difficult. But in forcing myself to go into nature, just that already helps me so much. And yeah, journaling my feelings and um, and just accepting where I'm at right now. And then knowing that it's not going to be forever and little by little getting myself up and um, celebrating the little wins as well. So the fact that I'm already going out in nature going for a walk that um celebrating that and um maybe doing my dishes on time or my laundry on time that celebrating those small wins during the day is um is what uh, helps me and I'm still learning because there's it's true there's a lot I mean we're always learning and um so it's mainly just just seeing what works for me um and accepting mainly accepting that okay, I'm, I'm going through this phase uh, and seeing maybe also not judging myself. I would say that's the main thing that I try not to do is not judge myself, not tell myself, oh, like, why am I like this? Or I think that's the main one. Yeah, just not judging and accepting that it's okay to be like this. We're, we're human and we all have our ups, ups and downs and that, yeah, we can still do it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so relatable because we, we, especially as women, I feel like tend to be so hard on ourselves and put so much pressure on ourselves and there's so much expectation. And of course, um, a lot of that um, is how, how we're raised and how we're conditioned. So just learning to not judge yourself and to try to adopt these tools and strategies to be more loving toward yourself and overcome those spells like you say of um, those dark spells uh, is is great um so thank you so much for sharing that and I'm just I'm just wondering the journal practice journaling practice that you do is that something that you have always been doing or is it something you've learned as a yoga teacher or is it just kind of an intuitive thing? Um, I think it's a bit of 
of everything. Um, as a kid, I've always been reading and writing. So it's something that I've always enjoyed doing and keeping a diary. I mean, my mum would always buy me diaries and tell me write in it. Like, it doesn't matter what, if you don't know what to write, just write. And so um, growing up, especially as a teenager, I think that's where it came in, where I would like just write down things and, um, and spill my guts out on the journal. And then later on, as I started practicing yoga in the in studios, a lot of um, the yoga teachers would be like, um, well, just journal this and see how it feels as you journal it, put down that feeling. And as you write it down, see what comes up. Just writing down without maybe just overthinking it but just writing down as you go and so I think it's just been yeah something intuitive at the same time because I've been so used to writing that um that it is something that I try and keep and I know that by writing down I can I can yeah just let go everything on the paper mm, wow yeah that's great um I think a lot of people they can also feel this pressure you know once they buy that diary or journal that okay now I have to do this perfectly <laughs> it's like another <laughs> pressure like now I need to my handwriting needs to be perfect and I'm supposed to write it in a certain kind of way but to just like go of all of those expectations and just kind of just let everything that you have inside just onto the paper without judgment that's the way to go right yeah for sure and also like it just doesn't even have to be on a journal itself I mean um uh, I've got I've got even on my computer I've got a folder with journaling and I even sometimes will journal and just delete it so I'll just if I'm feeling angry I'll just write a paper and either tear it apart and throw it into the bin or if I'm writing on the computer just delete it afterwards I mean I think like you say like it's true a lot of people have that expectation of even having to write every day in their journal and um I, I do not write every day in my journal I write when I'm feeling I need to write I need to write it down so that's not every day you can sometimes it's once a week and um, my journals actually look quite messy as well. <laughs> like from one hand writing to the other, you can see when I'm writing out of gratitude and when I'm writing a bit just to get my nerves on the paper. <laughs> that's so that's so me as well. <laughs> like sometimes I write in my journal and nobody would be able to read that, you know, because either I'm angry or I'm tired or whatever it is. <laughs> but sometimes, especially when I'm in that um, feeling of gratitude, then it's like the handwriting is nicer and <laughs> it's more, <laughs> more intentionally written. I don't know. It's funny how it is like that. But yeah, point being, just write it down when you feel that you need to. Yeah. And so, mm, so your yoga journey started a while back, but now you became a yoga teacher officially at the start of lockdown, right? <laughs> yes. So I can imagine that must have been quite challenging because here you were as a new yoga teacher and with everything else going on and, and the... <laughs> all the feelings that are associated with that personally you know everybody went through stuff this year 
um, also career-wise, I can imagine that it was, uh, it kind of maybe left you just not really knowing what steps to take next or how, how was that for you at the beginning of lockdown in terms of being a new yoga teacher? Yeah, well, um, looking back on it, um, I think I remember um, as we were doing the training in the last few days when they were starting to announce the lockdown, I think I was actually in proper denial. I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> Um, I was like no no I just I just got my certificate all, all I'm thinking about is I just I want to start teaching I want to I just I just want to like be able to share my practice with other people and then got the certificate and lockdown happened and I was like okay so um, all the plans that uh, I had written down all the goals uh, that's not happening <laughs> so um uh, it was extremely difficult. I mean, for um, a, a good few weeks, I was I was questioning: Have I done the right thing? What what was I going to do? And um, and I just got into little by little, just um, through the practice, because during the the teacher training, we did a lot of meditations and all that. So that's what I started and kept going during the during the lockdown and um and that helped me a lot to manage the anxiety coming from the fact that well we couldn't go out we couldn't do much I didn't have a job didn't have an income coming in so what could I do and then I just thought well let's see what I can do online and um that's actually where I started reading a lot of books and got more into um understanding how to live with the moon with the cycles of the moon and um and decided that what if I would try doing a moon ceremony a full moon ceremony a new moon ceremony and um and yeah and then uh, I got into that um I did try to teach also yoga online but um that was very challenging because well new yoga teacher no one really knew me so they weren't going to to come to my classes so that was still something um that I was struggling with but um looking back especially last month I did um where I was looking back at this summer and also springtime I was thinking well actually I've learned a lot during this lockdown I've learned to be more patient and it has allowed also for me to understand my body that my ways of thinking so it has been challenging as a new yoga teacher but um I have learned so much during this lockdown as a person that I'm able to bring it into my teachings um, now that everything's starting to open up. So um, um, I'm still struggling to find classes and um, students, but um, for the classes that I am teaching, I'm able to actually bring this knowledge of what I've learned um, and maybe also what have what other people have learned into my classes and um, maybe actually thinking of yeah being a better teacher from that because I've learned from my mistakes during lockdown and um, and yeah and also 
that um, it has helped me um, understand that I do love working with them and it's something that I want to do um, also in the future and that that's what I incorporate in my classes and without this lockdown I would have never probably thought of that in a, in a million years. <laughs> wow that's amazing <clears throat> that's amazing and I'm sure now things are really starting to open up for you and and it will continue to um, and I think for, well certainly for myself included this year has brought so much clarity I think more than any other year in my life I feel like and I, I think it's the same for most of us you know it's like it's it's been a challenging year and it's been a year of a lot of reflection um, and a lot of also facing maybe the the dark sides of yourself the dark sides of other people you know in your family or whatever as you're dealing with lockdown together uh, but then the other side of it is um, clarity as to what you want to do and who you are and what you have to put it out into the world and there's a lot of beauty that has come out of this year as well I feel like um, yes, so I'm totally yes, with you sure. there yeah and so the things that you have learned during lockdown is this something that you have seen in the people that you serve as well like maybe this this searching for something else or like a more reflective mindset or something like that have you noticed a difference in the people that you serve during lockdown versus before maybe yes um i just uh, i have seen and still seeing actually a lot of people um wanting to um looking for more actually like looking for more and looking for themselves i've seen a lot of people trying to yeah understand themselves better understanding themselves as a whole and um and even taking up practices such as yeah the meditation for example I, I have a few friends that started up meditation that um i would have never thought they would actually be into meditation and um i've, I've seen it yeah even in family members um asking deeper questions as well and being more reflective there's um and even especially with everything that's happened during lockdown as well with um, like the Black Lives Matter and all and um, and even more even climate change as well and all that um, like this shift in the world. Uh, I've seen it also yeah, more than people as well wanting to do a shift and be a better version of themselves and create a better version of the world where um, everybody is more compassionate and loving towards each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that that gives a lot of hope, doesn't it? <laughs> Moving forward. Yes, it does. And so let's talk a little more about the moon ceremonies and what you've learned about the moon, because this is just so fascinating uh, <laughs> to me. Um, so yeah, tell us like, how, how does the moon affect us? And why should we pay more attention to the cycles of the moon? Okay, um, so I think already as as especially women, um, 
we're more in tune to the moon as men would be because the moon uh, goes through a cycle of um from new to to full and full to new again through a cycle of 28 days even 20 29 and we also as women are going through a cycle as we go through our periods and um and so learning to live with the moon especially as women allows us to understand our body better during for example a new moon it's a darker face um, we don't see the moon in the sky and it's asking us to look within us and uh, set new intentions for the as for the full moon that will be in in two weeks and then as as the new moon grows to the towards the full moon we're actually getting a lot of um very male energy coming in coming in so a lot of uh, fiery energy that allows us um to 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 work towards the intentions that we set during the new moon and then as we reach um the full moon at its peak that is where we're actually letting go of uh, maybe limiting beliefs um self-sabotage or also even stagnant energies in our body or negative energies that we want to release outside uh, uh, like our environment or relationships. And, um, and then the phase from the full moon back to the new moon is all about taking time to relax, understanding that we've done the work from the new to full moon and for the next phase of full to new during the as the the moon decreases it's important to understand that we have to take time for ourselves as well so it's not always being on the go having to achieve this perfection and having to achieve all the time especially in our society where it's always about you have to do always be on the go and do something and um and people that relax a bit more are seen as lazy and maybe not um achieve, uh, not wanting to achieve as much and this is well i believe that's not supposed to be like this and understanding and working with them I mean, that's where you understand that yes it's important to have that male energy as you go and achieve towards your goal but going into your feminine energy as well where it's about taking care of ourselves and our bodies and our minds and looking inwards as well to see what works and doesn't work and um and yeah making time for ourselves so that we can be a better version of ourselves and create um a better environment within and without wow yes absolutely and we've had this discussion before you and i uh, the fact that um i very much believe and you do as well that now is the time where the feminine aspect of looking at things the the feminine perspective uh what you're you're saying here is really becoming more accepted and it's becoming um it's being allowed more because we need both we can't just go 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 and do 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 um and be assertive and aggressive and all these things which are associated with the masculine way of doing things we we need it but we also need the the intuitive the 
the more flowing, the more like the good of the whole and um, yeah, um, more maybe yeah. relaxing perspective. So yeah, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, and what are some direct benefits that you have felt in your own life when it comes to following the cycles of the moon? Um, I felt, I felt much better in my body. Um, I've been more in tune with it. So, um, listening to it when it's when it does and it feels tired, I am going to. If, if it's possible, I'm going to allow it also to, to relax. Um, 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 especially with my periods as well. I used to have extremely bad period pain. Um, it's impossible to get up without medication. <laughs> and, mm. um, and allowing myself to actually be okay with the fact that um, my body uh, going is going through pain and actually seeing it it helps to actually see it just like the full moon is about letting go I saw my own cycles as um as the moon would be as well so when I'm on a period it's about letting go shedding and um and taking and taking that time to be with my body and take time um for my body to relax as it's letting go so that I can um, be able to 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 move around again properly um, afterwards, and that's helped me a lot. And since then, actually, um, I've, it's funny enough. I've, my my period does now go with the the full moon, so I know that when there's a full moon, <laughs> my period is on its way, and um, the pain is not as intense. So I can actually um, get out of bed without having to take medication and um and I'm able to actually understand myself and my body much better as well and being like okay it's okay to feel tired it's fine I'll take some rest my body will take some rest my mind will take some rest and um and then I'm actually I do have more energy after that rest to achieve and go towards my goals and uh and my set intentions so I've been able to um, create a lot more I've been more creative and listening to my my intuition as well and um, coming back to this and feminine intuition and and saying yes and no to people as well being able to set boundaries like there's so many benefits that I've got I got through just understanding the moon I, I've understood myself much better as well wow that's yeah that's interesting and that's that's something that um you as a listener and speaking to you directly um maybe wants wants to look into more following the listening to this conversation you know just getting to know a little bit more about the moon cycle and and experiment with it and see if you can actually feel a benefit from uh, from being in tune with the moon a little bit more and I, you already answered my next question because you said you usually get your period on the full moon so that's a consistent for you that you get it close to the full moon at least maybe not exactly on it every day but or every time but close to the full moon yes close close to it so it's usually like yeah uh, around after the full moon 
um, very, yeah, very close to it. And, um, and it was not, I was not even planning it, but I think just like the fact that I saw the film and us being able to let go and um, maybe psychologically, don't know, um, like knowing that also I can shed every month as well and let go every month. Um, that's how you tuned in. I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, definitely um, being able to, to have that, <laughs> to know as well. And um, yeah. Yeah, to tune in with it. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> no, no, you answered it precisely. Like, yeah, just the full moon and the fact that you're having your period around the full moon every time. And I mean, my question was going to be if that if you have this experience of having your period at a particular time in the moon cycle, and you've answered that. But you know, the funny thing for me is that I always have my period around the new moon every single time. Oh. Yes, every single time. Does that say something about me? Or like, is it more normal to have your period in the full moon or more normal in the new moon? Or it doesn't matter, it's different for everybody? Or how, how does that work? Um, I think like, personally, I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all because um, we're all different. Our bodies are all different. And so we have our periods at different times and that's totally okay. And um, and even like I would say um, to, to, to the listeners as well is that, um, yeah, um, I, I probably have my, my period on the film but that might change as well in a couple of months. It all depends. And um, and it's even if you are working with the moon and living um, with the cycles of the moon, that doesn't mean that uh, your period has to be on a full moon. Um, like our bodies are different and we are going to flow different, differently as well. So it's just about listening to, to, our, to our bodies and what our, our wound is saying to us. Yeah, yes, definitely. I, I find it fascinating. I mean, it's, it's just so weird to me how my period is literally every time always close to the new moon. <laughs> like for me, it's um, two or three days before a new moon, my period time. That is so interesting. And for you, it's the full moon. So that's, yes. yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I wouldn't be able to explain um, why I, I, have, I have no idea. Um, I just, I, I think like, for me, I know that I think maybe it's more psychological and where I, I associate the filming with letting go. So um, maybe my, like my body has associating as well, like just like that letting go physically. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it hasn't always been like that because I've always been extremely, um, um, Oh, I forgot the word. The word. Um, I've I've never been consistent as well during the months, especially um, for a long time. Um, my periods were not consistent at all, and um, and that's the one thing that has allowed me, I think, psychologically, to be in tune with something that has a cycle, and then tuning in with my own cycle. So that's helped me a lot with that. Hmm. So um, I think it just depends on, yeah. And ourselves, our body, and and how we we visualize our periods. Hmm. Interesting. Very very interesting. 
so ladies, take notes. <laughs> if you're most likely you're a woman listening to this. Um, so we're, we're wrapping up. It's been amazing talking with you and I, I would love to continue this conversation, but we're running out of time. Um, and just a last thing would be, you know, where would you want um, the audience listening to this to find you? Like, what are your Instagram handles or other social media handles? And like, where can people reach you to continue the conversation on moon cycles and yoga? If somebody would like to, to do that with you? Um, yeah, where can we reach you? Um, so um, a lot on Instagram. So my Instagram is Anais Karamia. And um, if not even on my website, I've got a blog with uh, different articles on the full moon and new moons. And um, I've got my email in there as well, if people would want to reach me by email, if they prefer. And the name of the website is anaiscyoga.com. Um, but um, like I said, I'm mainly a lot on Instagram. So um, feel free to send me a private message to, to, to speak more about the moon. I would definitely, definitely be, be up for that. <laughs> okay, thank you very much for coming on. And it's been lovely talking with you and hearing your wisdom and uh, hearing about what you've been doing and what you've been reflecting on. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you got something out of it, please share it with your friends, family, somebody you think would benefit from the message. And I hope to see you in our next episode. Bye.